All right, Coach, thanks for joining me today on this Simple Coach to Coach interview. Do appreciate it. I never thought I would get a Nittany Lion. You're not really the Nittany Lions, but um, I don't think. Are you, technically? Tech technically, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're all Nittany Lions. Okay, I never thought I'd have an interview be interviewing the Nittany Lions, but here we are. But, um, no, thanks for taking the time, on, especially on a Friday where I'm sure there's better things you'd rather be doing than talking soccer with a phone head. So um, thanks a lot. Yeah, no, no problem, Paul. Ex excited to be on here. And, uh, yeah, I've listened to a bunch of uh, these, a uh, bunch of your podcasts and stuff. So, yeah, really excited to be here. All right. Wow, I have a fan. <laughs> yeah, it's like when i meet one i'm like oh my god like um always astonishes me that people listen but um all right so uh I, i'm not sure if i got this right you've been you've been a head coach at penn state harrisburg for what three years is this your third year the third right? season third yep, season third. yep yeah i got hired in the about three weeks before 2021 season. So I'll actually be finishing my second full year, but this will be my third fall. It's, yeah, okay. Um, maybe you could just start with what I like to do is maybe you could just give me your, your soccer experience, sort of how you, and ultimately how you ended up at, um, at Harrisburg. That would be great. Yeah, so, I mean, I fell in love with soccer when I was young. My dad played uh, in college, and so, um, you know, that ever since I was four or five, whenever you could start playing on teams and stuff, that was, that was the sport I played. I played other sports, but that was my true love. And when I got to high school, that's what I chose to, to focus on. I knew I wanted to play college soccer. And so, um, uh, I, I was traveling, uh, to a club team that was about two hours away, three to four wow. days a week train. So playing other sports wasn't really an, an option for me, um, because I was playing on that team and, um, and then got recruited to, to play at, at, at Messiah College. That's what it was back then. It's now Messiah University. Um, and so uh, wasn't expecting that to happen. Wanted to play Division One. I. I had opportunities to play Division One, but getting to go uh, and experience a preseason game where there's 2,000 fans watching a preseason game and um, getting to see the guys interact with each other and um, getting to do an ID camp and seeing how just different that's run um, compared to other universities. Um, you know, I was sold to, to go play there. And um, I think a lot of that was because the, the coaching staff cared about us as people more than as players. And I think it got the most out of us. And, um, you know, I, I think it truly was a group of guys that were chasing something bigger than themselves. And, mm. uh, and so, yeah, that experience was that, that four year experience was awesome. I was fortunate enough to to win two national championships there um, and, and get to be a part of that 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 historic tradition. And um, and so that that was super that was super special, um, just seeing how involved alumni were and um, and just the investment that it took to 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 keep that the program where it's at and to continue to try and elevate it and stuff. And um, but I would say my coaches have been my biggest influence um, on, on my life, both uh, Coach McCarty, the men's coach, Aaron Farrow, but, but also Scott Fry, my, my father-in-law. Um, 
you know, uh, th they're the reasons I wanted to get into this um, because of the, the experience they gave me as a, as a college student athlete. Um, and so that's why, you know, I, I wanted to get into coaching afterwards. And so I jumped on staff um, with my alma mater on the men's side. Um, I would help out with camps on the women's side too, but I was primarily on the men's side. And then I got an opportunity at 23 to go be the, the head coach at Eastern University. Mm -hmm. um, down in, you know, down in Philly yep. in, in the Mac. So um, that was a women's job. And, you know, it was an opportunity to be a head coach at 23. So I took it and um, loved that experience um, and, and was super grateful for it. I feel like I, I learned a lot uh, through, 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 you know, failure. I didn't have the normal experience. Of like, yeah. You know, I spent, I spent, yeah, a year and a half under, under coach McCarty. My primary responsibility was goalkeepers. So like <laughs> then going and having to run your own team. At, at it's a different ball game. <laughs> it, is, it is. And so, uh, yeah, I felt like that experience it was just a trial by fire and uh, learning a lot. And so I then had the opportunity to go to Liberty University um, yep. and uh, be, be an assistant there, which I think was really beneficial. One, I think it uh, it was a different environment than Messiah um, in terms of uh, not the faith piece, but uh, just different soccer. I think it um, made me think differently about the game and um, uh, because Messiah is just so systematic and yeah. you do things a certain way and it's very, very effective. Um you know, and so to get to go to Liberty and learn something new and um, but also just get to be an assistant and, and learn, um, I think it's valuable. And, and then um, always wanted to come back home. Uh, this is home for, for, for my family. And so to, to have the opportunity to, to be here and, um, you know, get to coach um, at, back at the Division three level. That was mm -hmm. that was always my hope because that's where I come from is, is Division three. I value that experience and. I don't think it, I think division three sometimes gets a bad rap for, you know, they're, they typically are less committed and it's just not the case. Um, if you do it well and you, you establish a culture and an environment where, where they care about each other and care about their growth and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's been, been an awesome three years here. It's been, been a lot of fun. So, um, just for folks who don't know, right. I mean, you're, when you say it's home, Harrisburg is right near Mechanicsburg. So, which is where Messiah is. And so, um, yeah. and I didn't know. So coach Fry is your father-in-law. Yep. Yep. Okay. He is. I heard that mm -hmm. correctly. Okay. Yeah, yep. I had both of them on, uh, coach McCarty and coach Fry and total learning experiences for me. I'm a big fan of Messiah just in the style of play and, and what you do. But I know I recognize that there's something special there that goes beyond w w the play on the field. I mean, the commitment of the community and the, and the school to those programs. I mean, every time I watch online, it's like, I wish I was there. It looks like such an atmosphere. So, um, yeah. All right, so the, the first thing that sort of popped in my head as you were talking, I, I, I'll just say your foundational stuff, like sort of who you are and your experience is Messiah, right? Like, and you do have obviously Eastern and, and Liberty, but, but, but I'll just, as a reference point, Messiah is, 
I mean, I don't want to say dramatic because it might not be. Like, the difference between Penn State Harrisburg, which is a state school for all intents and purposes, versus mm-hmm. a school like Messiah, which is faith based, very specific. Mm-hmm. I mean, did that take some time getting used to, or or am I making a mountain out of a molehill in that there's really not much difference between those two types of schools? Uh, no, there 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 is um, for sure. I mean, at Messiah, I mean, all the classes are taught from a biblical context, right? Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know. Uh, so that's that's not the case here. Um, I would say, um, um, you, you just get people different walks of life, different backgrounds here, and um, and uh, that's been that's been awesome. Um, I've enjoyed I've I've enjoyed that a lot um, more than I even thought I would. Um, you know, uh, and so it's definitely opened my eyes. Um, you know, in just everyday conversation with coworkers, with players, like um, at Messiah, a lot of people have not the same beliefs as me, but very similar, right? And mm-hmm. so, like here, people have d- different beliefs than me. <laughs> like, um, uh, you know, and, and not just from a faith perspective, but but I mean everything. And so, um, it's been cool to like just get to have those types of conversations, just like with coworkers and mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. In terms of like level of athlete um you know i think where where it's where it's so different is messiah is such a niche right like um they're trying to attract the top christian athletes in the country to come play for them um here that's where that's where the difference is like for me get very high level players right i mean penn state harrisburg um yes we're penn state harrisburg but my kids graduate with penn state degree like Mm -hmm. i can sell that we have the biggest alumni network in the country Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell that it's a Penn State degree. Um, you know, we get all of those benefits. I mean, our library is connected to the Big Ten Library Network, mm-hmm. you know, like just all all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, from from an academic standpoint, like when my kids graduate and, and I didn't realize like the power of it until I got here, you know, um, yeah. my, my players are having no problems getting awesome jobs and, and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, but where the difference is, is like, I can recruit anybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, like you can, you, you don't have to be a Christian to go play at Messiah, but like mm-hmm. you have to, if you're not, you have to, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into and be, yeah. and be okay with that. And if you're not, it's, it's not going to go well. Um, yeah, yeah. you almost have to be bought in to everything surrounding it. I could see that. Yeah. Right. Whereas here it's. Yeah, like any uh, any player is in is in my wheelhouse because mm-hmm. I'm not tied to that. It sometimes it sometimes is a blessing and it sometimes is a curse, right? Because I gotta flip I gotta flip so many stones, right? Yeah. Um, whereas at Messiah, um, you maybe have less stones to flip, but sometimes those stones come to you, and yeah, and that's yeah. that's a nice that's a nice benefit. Um, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's differences, but in terms of like level of soccer and and where I think it can, where I think this program can grow grow to and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to be Messiah. I think what they've done is extremely special, and um, yeah. 
but I, I do. It's definitely yeah. unique. Yeah. We can compete yeah. and, and get to that level where we're competing against those types of teams. I think we can get those level of players. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can do you million dollar question. Could you see yourself back at Messiah or do you think that's sort of a route that, you know, not a one that say is closed off to you, but you're sort of exploring this other avenue of soccer and academics school. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten asked that, like I've gotten asked, like, would you go back to the men's game? And, mm-hmm. and obviously, yeah, Messiah has got a close place to my heart and, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. I, I just live in the present. I love my yeah. group now. Um, yeah. and, and so I'm not really, I'm not really thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, That's fair. Uh, I mean, my, my, my father-in-law is still young. <laughs> <laughs> he is I'll so, tell you, pretty yeah. energetic dude. I'm like, wow, yeah. you still got it going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, he's wasting that energy chasing five grandkids around now, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but awesome. yeah, so sure is it in the back is it in the back of my mind like as 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 a possibility yes but i'll be honest i've i've loved this experience i think more than what i was expecting um i've really enjoyed it here and it's something i've got it's it's got my own fingerprints on it and so that's special to me and, and everything um okay that's fair i had that's probably as probing and as investigative question as i will ask (laughs) Um, you know like i even as i was saying and i'm like you never that's kind of like a really tough question to ask someone anyhow (laughs) all right this is interesting to me but um so so you, you go messiah you go eastern you go liberty and now you're you're at harrisburg yep from your experience there's two questions here. One, in in the in your time as a coach, as a player and a coach, have players gotten better? And then the second piece is, do you see regional differences between players? Region, okay. Um, so, do I think yes? For, I think from the Division Three landscape, Division Three's gotten a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think um, now if you're talking about certain teams and, and and all that stuff, I think there are some really special some really special teams. I mean, women's and men's side, and and um, you know, if I'm talking about like my, my experience, like. The Loris team that I played in 2012 in the semifinal, that York team that we played in the Sweet 16. I mean, they would be very dominant in this in this era. Yeah. But what I would say, what I would say that I've seen across Division Three is, I think um, the the bottom and the middle of the pack teams have gotten a lot better. Um, you know, when 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 I played, like I think the top 25 as is. Like when I played, I think we could have played in this era and been fine, mm-hmm. being honest. Um, mm-hmm. so, but where I think I see the main difference was when we would play the middle of the pack teams, they hadn't climbed as much. And I think that's that's where you've seen a, a, a major yeah. growth yeah. in Division Three. I think it's, it's I think it's harder to to win even against those teams. 
um, because I think the athletes are getting better um, across the board. Um, So from that standpoint, yeah, that's where I see it. Um, I think there's still great teams though from back. Oh yeah. 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 That could play in, play in this era and be fine. Um, Regional differences. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, like, the the northeast tends to like they play a, a, a very physical brand um you know like new jersey um new york um it's not saying it's not attractive but i i, I think um yeah just the way you watch them tackle and compete i think i think is different um mm-hmm. you know, uh and and i got to ex- i think i got to experience all the regions when i was at liberty that was pretty cool like just mm-hmm. like how different california is from texas yeah. and um, you know, uh, cause it is like California is very stylistic. How, how do we dominate the ball? And, um, and, it, and it's fun to watch, like some of the things that they do tactically out, out in California and out in Texas, like, you're just like, Oof, like, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, you know, and then you watch PDA and, and, and it's just like, we compete and we try and find ways to win. And it's oh, yeah. the and so, UNC model, right? And I don't know if that's right, but that's how yeah. they compete, right? Like, yeah, it's it's still attractive, but it's yeah. it, but it is different. Yeah, in yeah. different regions. Um, yeah, that's my sure. latest. The reason I asked the region thing is that's my latest thing. Like in a country this big, the worst thing we could do is to have players all be the same from coast to coast. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, that's a word. Again, country this big, we want. We want the hard-nosed defenders, tough tacklers, but we also want these really free, you know, um, ball players who are just so comfortable with the ball and just enjoy, you know, moving it around. And we also need those guys who get to goal and just have a nose for it, and that's all they do. And we need a variety of those types of players, but... Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my latest thing, unscientific as that might be. That's sort of my, <laughs> the, the latest thing I'm hanging my hat on. Um, all right, so I, again, I hate to make the comparisons, and I apologize, but the, the contrast I think is 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 pretty is big, right? Like Messiah has a, I'll just say it seems to me from the outside because I, you know, visited and what have you camps and. Um, has a very specific, very, I don't know if this is the right word, all-encompassing culture um, for their teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how big of a deal is culture for you? And, and does it, I don't want to say look different at a, at a, at, at a Harrisburg, or is it, or are you trying to build the same type of all-encompassing sort of team culture. Um, yeah, I don't know if that made sense, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think you can do that here. I think that's what we're trying to do here um, is, um, is is to get our players to buy into something, you know, bigger bigger than themselves and, um, and uh, to, to, to have hearts to want to serve one another and... Um, and, and to not train for their, their individual, their individual glory, but for, for, for the team. And so, yeah, are there differences? Yeah. The difference is I can't use the Bible or I can't use mm-hmm. you know, my faith, um, 
as explicitly um, like my players know where I come from. It's not art. Like <laughs> you go to Messiah, you go to, you go to Messiah, and then you go to Liberty. I think they they know where you where, they know where you're at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, so my my players know my, my know my background, and um, you know, uh, and so I, I think for me, yeah, we yeah we want to create an environment where um, uh, they, they're it's not about them and, and it's about, it's about the program and, and taking care of the program. And, um, and, and yeah, some of that's how they lead themselves is, is, is taking care of it. Um, like they do have to do a good job of, of leading themselves and, um, taking care of themselves, uh, to make the program better, but it's all from the, it's all hopefully from the mindset of, you know, we're chasing, um, we're, we're chasing this together. And, um, and so, yeah, like that's, that's everything, that's everything to me because, that was, that was my experience. If it's just a soccer experience, um, I don't think you maximize the players. I don't think you max, I don't think you can maximize their potential if it's just a soccer experience. Mm. And if it's just about them, I don't think they can maximize their potential. Like, Mm. I think we will fit, like I will fail myself as an individual. And like, I mean, here's, here's the best example. Okay. If, If my wife goes away, right. To with the kids to go be with family, cause I gotta work. Right. Mm-hmm. my diet and what I eat is nowhere near when I have to take care of my kids and I have to give them the food that they need and to, to be able to grow and stuff. Right. Like yeah. just, it's just, it's just the reality, like, um, individual motivation and, and is, is important, but you know, if, if it is just about you, you will like, typically we will fail ourselves before we will fail somebody else. And so yeah. That's a I, great I think point. That's I think part of, yeah, yeah, part of maximizing individual potential is it can't be about you. Um, yeah. And I learned that as a player, like, yeah. and I was a goalkeeper, and that's very individualized. And um, and I realized like my ability to 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 be as good as I was had it was it was because I had an unbelievable core around me that I trained with, and and we were after just making each other better. And so. Um, when I look back at that experience, I just, I didn't want to fail them. That, Mm -hmm. that was it. Um, and so that's, that's what we want from our players. Um, and so, uh, and I think if we can get that and continue to get close to, to, to that and, um, make it better, we'll become better as a program. We'll win games and we'll play in big games and, and, and all that stuff, all that stuff will take care of itself. But, but yes, our foundational principles and all of that stuff, it's it's everything, um, and you can do that regardless if you're a secular school, Christian school. Mm-hmm. Just it just looks a little different. I, I've noticed all of the really great programs or the really good programs that have some staying power. Right, I'm not thinking of necessarily the ones that, hey, one year they're really good and then the next year they're down. They rely on one of two HPs, right? They either rely on a core part of their culture is a higher power or a higher purpose. And that fills, that becomes a central part of their program, right? And so higher power, whatever that might be, or a higher purpose as a team, you know, you're looking to your left, to your right, and that becomes your higher purpose, whatever that might be. 
but I think mm-hmm. on really good t- squads that that is a really core component to to any team culture. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I get all goosebumps because I have my own personal stuff there. But um, yeah, I I think it's especially now it's so much more important to have that sort of foundation and that core, um, um, especially in the world we live in where, you know, folks can be um, pretty cruel and all that stuff. So anyhow, uh, I'm going down a tangent that I got (laughs) to, we're stopping. (laughs) This might, we might, I might have to change my channel if we could. All right. So, so let me ask you, um, year three, Give me your assessment of your of your season, of this past season. What what do you think? How do you think? If somebody asks you, how do hey how'd it go? You know, what, what's your response? Yeah, I thought thought we played at a really high level. I thought we grew a lot from the first year. I mean, first year we found ways to win, and and this year I felt like we we could play like how I how I envisioned the game, and and so this past year was awesome. Um, we had five freshmen in the lineup and so we were, we were young. Um, and, but, but we were, I mean, we, we were fun to watch. I, I loved watching us play. I loved watching us train. Um, and so we return everybody next for, for this fall. So if we stay healthy, I mean, this team is, I think has got a lot of ability and, um, uh, and if we come and fit, you know, which that's the, always the million dollar question. <laughs> is if we come in fit and we're ready yeah i mean i think i think we can have a big year um because i return everybody and my returning players now have been with me for a third season uh, a lot of them and so uh they know me i know them and so it's a combination of i feel like um yes bringing in my players but also uh, I, I was fortunate to come into some really talented returning like returning players when I came in and now and now they've been with me for three years and and so um, I think everybody understands the standard the expectation and and uh, understands the environment and what we're trying to do here and build both both on and off the field and so yeah I'm excited for this season and and I think you know, with who we've scheduled in our non-conference, like it's going to be a really, really good challenge for us, um, you know, getting to play, you know, Franklin and Marshall and, you know, Lynchburg and, and TCNJ and, um, you know, some, some other really, really good opponents. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, last, last year, the only thing, I mean, we broke every record. I mean, we were regionally ranked for the first time in program history. And, and, and so the only thing we didn't do was repeat as conference champions and, and, you know, but we played really well. Like I walked away from the game thinking, like, yeah, we we played really well. And on another day, you know, you, you probably win. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the cruelty of our game, though. I tell them sometimes, yeah. like, you know, don't take your moments. Yeah, even if you're better, it doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, so it's a goal, game of goals. That's what I always come yeah. down to. And if you're not going to score them, you're going to get scored on. They're going to get scored on you. Um, yeah. All right, just to recap i think i got this right because i couldn't for some reason i couldn't pull up your old schedule now that you have the new one is first of all i'm just gonna say seeing i mean you you have a heck of a schedule i I mean you, you, you it's pretty clear you're testing 
you right it's going to be a lot of tests for you um mm -hmm. I, I i'm going to aim to be at your game at tcnj i think okay that would be a fun one i might i might uh i might uh make an appearance there you know maybe you could have me come on at halftime and do an honorary <laughs> kick of some sort i don't know <laughs> no um all right so you went 13 4 and 3 i think mm -hmm. um you lost in the 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 you lost in the final to to penn state burks yep 3-0 in overtime <laughs> yeah could you yep. could you just talk a little bit more in detail about that game? Like, what what was it about that game that three zero in overtime? Like, yeah, how how does that happen? I don't yeah. know. I know how it happens, but how do, from your perspective? Yeah. So I mean, it's a. I mean, it is a frustration of mine. We're one of the few conferences in the country that plays their their conference tournament back to back. Um, so from a, a rest standpoint, it's, it's not great. Um, it's terrible. And so, I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just, it, yeah. that, that's reality. And, um, and so, uh, uh, we played a really tight game with them. And the, I mean, we played at their place in the regular season and tied zero, zero, both of us had, both of us had goals called back, you know? Um, and so, that, that's our that's our rivalry game it's a big game it's been the last three conference championships um and it's been a fun like i've uh, it's been a fun game to play you know against adrian and his team and um and so uh, yeah i mean i i would say i thought in terms of controlling the game we were better i think they were really dangerous in the counter which which we knew um you know so um i i would say i think we 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 probably both teams probably generated a good amount of like real chances. They may have generated a few more half chances. I think we probably generated a few more like real clear cut chances on goal. Um, you know, and then it got to overtime, and you know both teams are dead at that point. So you're just like, okay, whoever scores the first, um, you know, probably in. And so they scored the first, and you know, I think we were in four three three, and I immediately flipped it to. I think we were playing three, three, four, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> two, eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you give up the second. You're like, okay, yeah. well, at this point, it doesn't matter how much we yeah. Yeah. we got to go get goals. So I think I was playing with two backs at the end, and yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. The game was a lot closer than it was, and yeah. um, you know, but. Yeah, the new overtime rule, right? No golden goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. That was going to lead to my second question. Like that explains the other tie I couldn't track down. Um Do you do you like the the new overtime rules without having no overtime during the regular season or I mean, you have any thoughts on that? Not granted. You only had three. One of them was in the final, obviously, that went to overtime. So you really didn't have much of an experience with it. But I didn't. Curious. I didn't like it. I mean, we yeah. went to we we would have. I mean, in the regular season, we would have had three overtime games, and uh -huh. um, and I get it, maybe from like a player safety model, but I think to to go from you never play overtime to now you have to play automatic 20 minutes, even if a goal gets scored, I'm just like, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't enjoy that. But for me, it's, we're trying to move to the pro model and I don't understand why we're, we're college soccer. Like, you know, um, <laughs> and, and part of me is like, you know, uh, the reality is, especially in division three, my, my, my majority of my players aren't going to go pro. And so like to think that I have to prepare them for that, That's I think absurd. you're away. I think you're taking away awesome experiences. I don't know. My best experiences as a player were winning in overtime. You know, yeah. like, that's um, nice. Yeah, you remember so, those, like those moments, like as crazy as they are. I, I mean, I remember games where we, I, we even lost in in overtime, battling it out to the death, like almost like blood bludgeoning each other until somebody was a winner, and not being on the right end. I remember those moments. Yeah, and I, think, and I think regular games like oh we won two or we lost like I don't so those weren't a big deal but those other the OTs sear in your mind. But anyhow, well, for sure, was, yeah, they're you know. they're your best and 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 yeah. I'm your worst your yeah, worst yeah. man. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I, I also don't like the idea of incentivizing a tie, which was another reason. Like, yeah. I, I don't agree. I don't agree with that, especially especially like your team that's going to be on the front foot and you're playing a yeah. team that's fit in and, and play for that. Yeah. I don't know. Get, give, give the team that wants to be on the front foot another 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I, that's just my, yeah. my thought. And I think it caused a lot of problems for the, the NCAA committee. Picking oh, team. I'm sure. Right. Like, Cause I, there are bad. T- now you've basically, it's not a tie. It's a bad tie. It's a good tie or it's a gooder tie, right? Like you're never really in a, it's not as clear cut. And so without that clarity, you're making it up. You're making a judgment call that you might have not have most of the, and I'm not saying, I mean, they're doing what they're doing, right? Figuring out the, the, the rankings and all that stuff, but it makes them make judgment calls that they might not like a perfect example, right? I had no idea you went to overtime and, and lost by three in overtime. Just looking at the score, it doesn't look friendly to you. Right. But, there's a whole context to it, right? You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole context. You would battled it out, and yep. You know, so anyhow, I could go down another rabbit hole on that one. Like, some days I'm like, hey, get just let's go back to the OT. But I do think your point about you're trying to get to the professional game, and you're just and you're co- not only are you college, but you're Division three, and most players aren't going to find a career. I say a career in professional soccer. Um, I'd argue that you're not going to get that many as at the Division One level either. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, but that's you know that's sacrilege, right? Like, I'm, I'm, how dare I say I suggest such a thing that Division One isn't going to create this generation of professional soccer players? It's just not right. <laughs> for a whole host of reasons. Now, now that's a whole. I'm actually doing a thing on high school, um, uh, on like what I think is the value of high school soccer, and obviously, to talk about the value of high school soccer, I got to talk about the academy, MLS, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing, oh my gosh, what are we doing there? And then I'm realizing, oh my gosh, college, like what? It's all, and, you're, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Sure. 
they're definitely not the brightest, but I don't know. It's kind of obvious to me. But um, anyhow, sorry, I got off <laughs> tangent again. You're, tri- you're a goalkeeper. See, see what happens. Yeah. I talk to a goalkeeper, and I get my 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 mind gets going as a former goalkeeper <laughs> myself. You know, um, actually, I'm still a goalkeeper. I shouldn't say former. I, I'm I am waiting for the call from the national team. You know, I just um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that new national team coach with his connection to division three soccer going, you know, being an Ursinus alum, he's going to be like, we got to call that uh, simple coach dude up to the national team. Cause I'm <laughs> sure he's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. So let me go back. You, 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 you guys are all done, right? I mean, you were done. You've been done for a few weeks now, I think. Um, yeah. What, what, what did you, what, what were your plans or what did you do for the spring? Like, what was your, I mean, did you have a specific purpose to the spring, whether whether it was tactical or you just wanted a more technical approach? Yeah, we, we had a bigger group, so, and, and everybody was returning. So, um, you know, I'm only bringing in two, two new freshmen to this group, um, you know, and, and, um, and so we got to do some more tactical things. Um, you know, more realistic, like more like what I would call fall training sessions, which, mm-hmm. which was fun, you know, uh, because I had a full group and, you know, so we were able to train in 11 v 11 and, and, uh, do, do some things there. Uh, I think, I think we balanced, balanced it with like, we competed. I, I think we spent some time like just in competitive settings and a lot in the one V one and, and, uh, in, in small sided, uh, and we, and we tracked a lot of that stuff. I mean, um, not, not every day, uh, but, but we tracked those training sessions just to kind of evaluate, okay, where, where are our most competitive players who are our most competitive players? Um, you know, uh, it's, it's like the, the Anson Dorn's competitive cauldron thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't do it every day, um, but, but we do it sometimes. And, um, and so I think it's a metric for us to be able to, to have end of the season conversations on where people, people stand and, and, and all that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we spent a lot of time in, in, in the tactical and, and like, okay, how do we desire to play? And, and because we could, because we could. And, and so, uh, you know, um, and there's not going to be a lot of new faces for next year. And so I felt like we could get a head start on next year, you know, this spring in terms of what we're trying to do on, on both sides of the ball. I would say we spent most of our time, though, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, this, this, like, just how do we control games? And the opponents attacking third and, and, and how do we sustain rhythm and possession? And then uh, a lot, a lot of counter pressing out of that when we lost it, that that's where we spent a lot of our time. Yeah. Um, I, I just looking at your roster, you, you have, it says here you have seven seniors for next year. For, maybe, I don't know if it's been updated. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says, yeah. 23. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we have seven, seven seniors. Yep. One, two, I'm counting my board right now. One, two, eight, eight, nine, nine, I think. Nine seniors. Yep. Nine Nine seniors. seniors. Um, so you are, I mean, you are very young, right? Because your sophomore class is the dominant class. Am I, am I not? 10 freshmen. Yeah. yeah. Well, 10 freshmen last year are going to be sophomores. Yep. Uh-huh. 
Wow, that's interesting. And you only brought in two. Was that by design? You only bought in, bought, brought in two, or yeah, was we brought that by a design. Yeah, we brought a transfer in in January um, uh-huh. uh, as well, and then we got a we we had a center back that was a freshman my first year, and um, you know she stepped away for a little bit and then came back. So uh-huh. we we had four. We had four, technically really, it would be four that joined the program. Four new yeah. faces. Yeah, and then. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then we could be bringing in. We've got our ID camp this weekend, and we have a possible transfer that we could be bringing in as well as uh-huh. a, a freshman. So there's there's still two more that we could bring in. Um, yeah, need to. We're at 25 right now, so yeah, um, so, and I don't like having a huge roster. So yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right. So let me ask you what. Looking ahead. My last question for you, and then I'll let you get on with your day. But do you have any goal outlined goals that you could share uh, for the fall? Like, do you are you looking that far ahead? Or are you? Yeah, I'll just leave uh, it at that. Yeah, my my one hope is they come in fit. Um. <laughs> All else is secondary. <laughs> Um, we're, we're not, we're not a goal driven program. Um, and what I mean by that is I don't focus on things I don't have control over. Um, Mm -hmm. and the reality is I don't have control over winning. Um, I've just, and, 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 and I've witnessed it now in two conference championship games. Like (laughs) last year I thought we were the better team and we lost And the year before. I did not think we were the better team and we won. So, so, um, I, I just, I, I, and, and, uh, that, that is a very much yeah. that that's something that was ingrained in me at, at, at Messiah is to be 100% focused on the process and what you have full control over. And that's, that's how you prepare and, and how you get ready for, 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 for opponents and mm-hmm. how you plan practice. And for the players, it's coming in fit. It's, it's uh, taking care of your grades. It's good getting to bed on time, hydrating, mm-hmm. like, very it's we're, we're very process oriented and um because it's so much easy like i don't know like it's 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 why it's so hard i think to sustain to sustain winning um because when you it, it's easy to get there the first time or easier to get there the first time but to stay there because you forget the hardest thing yeah you forget how hard it took and that and now everyone wants to come after you right yeah. and so now you're getting everybody's best and you're like well i'm on the top and so I just never want our players to think that the end destination is, 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 is super rewarding. And, and I've told them this story, like in 2012, like, you know, when we won and we were undefeated and we came back to Messiah at 10 o'clock at night and I thought there was going to be a party for us. And like all these things that you see at the division one level and we show up, nobody's there. I go to class the next day and I have a professor asking, why weren't you in class the last five days? (laughs) And, and, it, it, it doesn't change your life and it doesn't no. change your person. And, um, and my, and my assistant told me that like before we played in the, in the final four, he's like, you know, Brandon, I know this is something you wanted and, but it's not going to change your life. It's going to be yeah. an awesome, be an awesome 30 minutes. And then the adrenaline's going to, you're going to come crashing down and realize it's, it's, it's not fulfilling. And what was fulfilling was, was everything it took to get there. To get and, there. Very true. 
And yeah. and it's so true because when people ask me my stories, it has nothing to do with those games. Those aren't yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. And I don't want that to be my player's favorite no, moment. No, no. So it is there is I don't want to say it's hollow, but there is something very hollow to championships when you get there and you think that this something like this all encompassing thing that and it does there does come that moment of reflection where it was like it, it it's not this point in time of getting the trophy it's the points in time looking back and how did i get there that's that's the most valuable um that's a great point all right coach i'm going to let you get on with your your day i do appreciate you taking the time this was this was fantastic um really do really glad we 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 could connect and 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 do this i um um, I might, um, I, I actually have to go through a, uh, on a trip uh, next week. So I might actually kind of hit your campus, um, uh, just to do a quick tour, so check it out. So, um, okay. and, uh, maybe I'll stop by, knock on the door, you know, steal some good stuff you got going there. That poster, you know, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm all about the gear. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but anyhow, thank you very much, and um, yeah, uh, uh, this I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. This was awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my chief marketing officer. I think this keeps him happy.